and welcome to the 4D Human Being Podcast. I'm Philippa Waller. And I'm Katie Churchman. And today we're going to be introducing you to the 4D Human Being Podcast. What is it? How does it work? And why should it matter to you? Everything we talk about on the show will focus around answering this one question. Okay, here it is. Are you happening to the world or is the world happening to you? So in other words, are you driving your life or is your life driving you? Or indeed, is someone else in the driver's seat of your life? So when we switch on this fourth dimension, the intentional dimension, we can really start to happen to the world. We can become much more aware of the impact that we make and from there, the life that we create. So Philippa, tell our listeners, what is a 4D human being and what is the 4D human being podcast all about? That's a big question, Katie. (laughs) So a 4D human being is, it's the probably the easiest way to talk about it is to think about going from a 3D human doing to a 4D human being. That actually we we are human beings, but a lot of us are walking around being human doings. So a lot of the time we're kind of focused on task. We're focused on kind of getting the next thing done and we're working on autopilot. So we're working on a kind of brain system, if you like, that's just doing the thing that it knows how to do and interacting in the world in the way that it's sort of been conditioned and learned how to do. So it's physically inherited. We physically inherited our kind of genetics and our behavior to some extent from our parents. We've been emotionally conditioned through our upbringing. We've been kind of, we've learned from our parents what's okay to feel and express and what's not. What's it, what what is it okay to be and what is it not? And we get sort of stroked for good behavior. Oh, good girl stroke. And we get kind of punished maybe for bad behavior, you know, stop crying or don't shout like that or don't be a baby. And then, of course, we learn our intellectual dimension. So we go to school and we go to work and we learn all those things. So then we arrive at a certain point in our life and we've kind of we've kind of learnt almost unconsciously how to be. And that's okay to some extent. But for lots of us, we start kind of coming across stumbling blocks. And in some areas of our life, that's not working, either in relationships where we get into dysfunctional relationships because of our patterns or we find that we get kind of blocked at work we end up kind of hitting a barrier we can't really get any further um or we find that we kind of yeah we'd love to change our lives but we don't really know how to or um we don't have the courage to or we find ourselves simply in behavioral patterns so angry a lot of the time or irritable or living a life that's sort of yeah like a robot but we're not really not really connected to it so that's where the intentional dimension comes in the fourth dimension and that really is all about the place of consciousness, the place of choice, the place of actually I've got all these aspects I've developed in this way and what else is possible for me. And uh, that question, are you happening to the world or is the world happening to you, was said to me a number of years ago and it was such a game changer. So I was definitely a 3D human doing, kind of rushing around from one place to the other saying, you know, yes to everything. Yeah, I'll go there. Yes, I'll do that. And I was kind of exhausted and not really necessarily nourished. And when my partner at the time, Tom, asked me that question, it really stopped me in my tracks and made me start thinking about choice, intentional choice of how to be and how to live. Yeah. Does that answer your question, Katie? Yes. (laughs) And I I want to expand on that. So how is that going to work in the shape of a podcast? What might our listeners expect to learn or even laugh about from each episode? Well, I think that 
because we do a lot of work in the kind of coaching, leadership development and psychotherapy counselling arena, I would love this podcast to be us and our team coming on and really chatting about certain topics. So it's a space where we can explore things that have happened to us or people we know that we might invite on best practice I suppose kind of tips and tools around well what can we do when uh, you know we've got our families just sort of arguing all the time or we're really busy I mean that's a huge one isn't it we're just so busy all the time and how can we create space without necessarily meditating for half an hour each day although that wouldn't be a bad thing but you know what are the what are the kind of I guess life hacks how can we how can we find a way to be a bit more intentional and a bit more in charge of the narrative of our life um, without necessarily kind of you know going and climbing a mountain and sitting in a temple for months on end like what's the what are the realistic kind of tangible things that we can do and so I think it's yeah it's going to be about having a chat about those themes that come up that we all experience those parts of ourselves that you know we're all doing or experiencing and we don't always share with each other we're sort of putting our Instagram face to the world but actually there's probably areas of our life that we might like to give a bit of a spring clean and an update to um we get one life that is a huge theme for me i was an actor for 10 years and life is not a dress rehearsal we get one so we are all about making that the best it can be and what we want it to be so you're sort of saying that this is the show yeah exactly this is the, well, this is the show and because we talk about improvisation a lot i mean we'll definitely talk about that at some point that that was one of the tools that was a real game changer because as an actor, you get a script, which is great. And you kind of learn it and you perform it and you can polish it. But, you know, life's not like that. Life is like one big improv scene. And a lot of people are terrified of improvisation. I mean, a lot of actors are really terrified of improvisation. But actually, that's what we're all doing. Uh, we're all improvising our way in life. And everyone else around us, our loved ones and work colleagues and people in our community, they are our fellow improvisers. And you know what? We're all doing it. Life doesn't have a script. So we might as well get really good at it. We might as well get really intentional and good at improvising our way to creating the story and the scenes in life that we want to create. Because, yeah, it doesn't work like, a, you know, a Hollywood movie star where we, we get the call, we get the script and it's all laid out for us. I'm afraid it's a bit more pub theatre improvisation, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so you sort of answered this, but why is it important? Hammer this home for our listeners. Why should they be excited about the 4D Human Being podcast? Well, I would answer that in two ways. I guess, you know what? If life is cruising along for you and you're listening to this thinking, well, I don't know what the problem is. Life seems to be, uh, you know, like you know, running through a poppy field or, you know, it's like some sort of romantic rom-com for me. I just, you know, I, I wake <laughs> up every day, the birds are singing. It's like Cinderella, you know, the the... the the bluebirds come and dress me and I'm in love with my partner and we never argue and life is just glorious and my children are amazing. If that's your <laughs> life, then probably, probably it's not, it's not the podcast for you. Although I guess it might be interesting to hear how the rest of us are living. Um, but you know, I think it's, you know, it's about, come on, let's get real. Let's, let's look at some of the things that can really trip us up and how, how we might be able to do it a little better. Do you know what so much of this is about? is about breaking patterns and changing the game. So 
is a really nice piece of research from the Gottman Institute. And they do research into what makes relationships and marriages work. Um, they're, they're a married couple themselves. So uh, I guess they're in, they're in a good position to, to do that work. And amongst some of the great research that they do, one of the things that they've discovered is that 69% of the arguments that we have with the loved ones, 69% are the same ones over and over and over and over again. So we can really get caught in these patterns. And I'm going to guess that most people listening to this are going to kind of go, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, my partner and I or my friend and I or my brother and I or my daughter and I or son and I, we always argue about X. We always argue about the laundry on the floor. We always argue about the bins not being taken out. We always argue about, well, you know, I've been working harder this week. Why haven't you done the shopping? So we're caught in these patterns. And some of that's fair enough. You know, life can be a bit annoying and we, you know, we can all be, uh, people can be annoying and we can all be very annoying for other people. But I guess this is really about, well, okay, that's fine. We can accept to some extent, you know, we're human beings. We're not, we're not, we're not perfect kind of Instagram posters, but do we have a choice? Can we make a choice of dropping some of those unhelpful behaviors and habits that ultimately you know what at the end of our life are we really going to look back and go I just wish I'd shouted at my partner a bit more about not putting the saucepans away you know we're not are we they're so relevant and we get so caught in them and you know I mean I say this from a really personal point of view you know right my partner Tom died nearly three years ago now and even the day before he died you know we were kind of we were working on a PowerPoint for something that was never really used and sort of, you know, slightly arguing about which was a better design. And I sort of look back at that moment and think, yeah, that that really does speak to how much we get caught in the doing and the task. And again, it's not to say that we don't have to do those things, but, you know, let's hold it lightly. Let's hold it lightly and and stay with what really matters a bit more. Okay, Bonus question. Oh, lovely. Philippa, give us an example from your life. It could be an everyday example or a life-changing example that will show our audience the power of turning on all four dimensions, living as a four-dimensional human being. Okay, well, I could certainly give you examples from work. So I go and do lots of talks and conferences. So in that in that respect, it's super, super simple to think about. You know, I think very much physically how I'm walking into a room or onto a stage emotionally I'm absolutely focused on how I want that audience to feel what I want the kind of um, experience the 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 atmosphere in the room to be intellectually I've got my content really clear I know what I want to say and intentionally you know I'm connected to purpose what I really care about is helping people communicate um, in an impactful way and have choice in their lives so that's a really kind of you know easy way for me to describe how we live in four dimensions I suppose let's bring it right down to sort of brass tacks. Let's bring it right down to to the everyday um, everyday life. So a really good example, if we think about our three dimensions and then we think about the context that we live in, which we'll, we'll go into a bit more detail about the 4D2C model um, in, the, in the first episode. But if we think about we're physical, emotional and intellectual, we've got all those things going on. We've got bodies, we've got brains, we've got feelings. And we're also, we live in the world. So we live around other people and we live in an environment we live around stuff we're in a place and that's impacting us so a really good example is getting a crappy email or getting cut up on the road for example so I've had both of those things recently and the body goes into uh 
you know, tension, you start kind of feeling something, you kind of hormones, chemicals are released into the body, you start making your mind up about the narrative because the feelings that you've then created about that person being unfair or mean or the intention behind that email. And then before you know it, you know, you're either shouting at the person who's cut you up or you're banging out an email to tell that person exactly what you think. Now, again, there's nothing right and wrong. It's just cause and effect. But from a four-dimensional point of view, when I can, I take a moment, take a breath, even two seconds to think, okay, I know what I'm physiologically feeling. I know what I'm emotionally feeling. And I know what my brain is now telling me. I've got that. But what really do I want this experience to be like? What really is my intention? So if we think about the email, we all do it. And we, you know, we work with clients and execs all the time who are, you know, who have to manage difficult relationships in their day-to-day work, trying to get their business done. And we can fire off an email to somebody saying, you know, hang on a minute, when you say that, have you even thought about, or, you know, I really didn't like your tone there. Can you just get on with it and get that delivered to me whenever? And you know what? That's not managing the relationship. And that's probably your intention overall for the relationship, the project in your career isn't to be irritable and short tempered. But, you know, we get lost. We get emotionally hijacked. Um, And the same, the same, you know, if somebody cuts us up on the road and we've got no idea what's going on for them, we've got no idea if they're trying to get to the hospital or they've just had some terrible news. But, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily make that assumption. We just think, you know, they're, they're an idiot. But actually, from a four dimensional perspective, we'd make a different choice. We'd make a different choice to leave that relationship, leave that experience in a way that is better for both of us. And, you know what? It never feels good. Well, I guess it might initially feel quite good to write a crappy email to somebody. But, you know, we we are also left with the fallout from that. And I think that I love that saying that, you know, kind of not that holding anger towards someone else and allowing that irritation to kind of to, you know, to to spill over to them. You know, it's a bit like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. I mean, you know, ultimately, you've got to hold that. That's also going to sit with you. So, it's taking a moment, taking a pause and thinking, what's my intention here? As opposed to what does my body and feelings just want to express in this moment? Because that's a toddler, really. That's a toddler speaking. And I think that if we can become more self-compassionate to ourselves and if we can become more intentional in the world, I think we can. I think that's a game changing way to be. And I think it's a necessary way to be. So it works on a micro level with your partner and your loved ones and your friends And also, I think internationally, globally, business-wise, commercially, it's got to be where it goes. It's got to be about what's the experience for us here now. Before we completely ravage this planet, what's the experience we want to create for each other? Thank you, Philippa. I think that really encompassed the range of topics we're going exploring on the 4D Human Being podcast. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this brief introduction to the 4D Human Being podcast. And do join us for our first episode where we will be breaking down and getting into the four dimensions and looking at the context that frame our lives and starting to look at those tools, tips and insights that are going to help us all create the lives that we want to create. 